Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. And here's some announcements. First and foremost, drink some fucking water. You're dehydrated. I can smell it in your breath. Secondarily, I need you to rate, review, and subscribe to my program. I need you to hit that fifth star once you go into the Apple Podcast app. Anything less than five stars, I would have to believe you have hatred in your bloodstream. And your parents raised you better than that. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, please email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right. Here's what this episode is about. You probably read it in the title, but I'm going to say it anyway because that's just how fluidity works. I'm going to express to you or read articles about why dental and vision is not covered in your medical insurance. Uh, I know it's always been topsy-turvy, the fact that whenever you are at a job or if you get off-the-cuff insurance or whatever you got to do, it appears as though that dental and vision is always like secondary or it's separate. When your teeth and your eyes are a part of your body, like it's all in one thing, your kneecap, your ankles, your blood, your shoulder blades, all that shit is in your body. So why is it that your teeth and your eyes are something totally different? And I'm here to give you that answer. So let's go to article number one. And this is entitled... The reason why your dental work isn't covered by a medical insurance. And it was written by Nicole Spector. All right. And this was written by NBC, by the way, so you know these niggas didn't come to play. And it starts off with, I was at the dentist recently for a toothache. He snapped some x-rays, gave my mouth a quick look over, and I appeared to have cracked teeth and would not need a, and I'm sorry and I would need a root canal he forwarded me to a endodontist the endodontist discovered I had a strange mass in my jaw that appeared unrelated to the cracked tooth he put me on antibiotics to prevent infection and forwarded me to an oral surgeon who confirmed the mass was harmless now I'm going back to the endodontist for the root canal and then back to the dentist for the crown I spent over $500 in about 8 hours in dental chairs to get this far. It will be thousands more dollars and dozens more hours before I solve this problem. None of it is covered by medical insurance. I should have gotten dental insurance, right? That's what I kept telling myself until I actually looked into dental plans for which I qualify for. But the real question here is what? Why is dental not covered under medical insurance? The same may be asked of vision, but at least there, if you have a serious eye problem, like glaucoma or cataracts, you can go to a ophthalmologist, which is covered by medical. Such isn't the case with dental. The partition between dental and medical makes little sense given that oral health is directly related to general health, says Dr. Gary Glassman, an endodontist based in Toronto, Canada, which practices in the U.S., The oral cavity is a gateway to your blood. A lot of stuff in the mouth can indicate kidney disease, heart disease, diabetes, HBV, cancer, 
your dentist can be the first line of defense. Now it is entitled The Barbaric History of Dentistry. Despite it being a plainly medical issue, oral health has always been an outlier. In the 1800s, dentistry, with the domain of barbershops, practiced in the same chair and usually by the same guy who shaved your beard. What, son? So you telling me if it was 1850, and I needed the quick fade one time to showcase what's going on to the bitches. The same nigga that gave me a fade would have gave me a root canal? Man, just, yo, I know we're going through turbulent times right now, but be happy you was born when you were born, yo. Be happy you wasn't 27 years old in 1850 because this shit is ridiculous. Anyway, how would you feel if you went to your hairdresser and they pulled your tooth or laced your abscess? Asked Dr. Glassman. It's so bizarre and frightful, an image that it's almost comical. But the history of your teeth and our teeth and jaws being treated as something as incidental as our hair and nails still haunts us. Dentistry has always had a disconnect to medicine, says Dr. Michael Tischler, who specializes in reconstructive dentistry and implant editor for Dentistry Today. In 1840, dentistry was proposed as a medical specialty to the University of Maryland and Baltimore and rejected. We may have since greatly evolved in how we regard and understand dentistry, but we haven't embraced as a primary medical issue. If we had, it would be covered under medical insurance or at least like things like root canal would be because if you need a root canal and don't get one, you could end up with all kinds of lethal problems that leads to hospitalization. It is rumored that Queen Elizabeth died from blood poisoning as a result of untreated tooth infections. That was a long time ago, but hey, it happens. Why isn't a health problem so serious it can be deadly, not considered medical? To an extent, it's because that it is not common to, to end up in the hospital as, as a result of a tooth or gum problem. Now, if you're keeping up, with the preventative dental care. Now the insurance game of risk. This is important. The reason dental is separate from medical is that the nature of the risk is fundamentally different as it is deferability of the care, says Dr. Adam C. Powell, president of Payer Provider Syndicate and Management Advisory, an operational consulting firm focused on the management care and healthcare delivered industries. If you're having a heart attack, you'll go to the ER right away. Dental problems can often wait, and unfortunately they do. The problem may deteriorate, but it's often not necessarily life-threatening. Oh, okay, so I get it. So, if you have a heart attack, you immediately go to the hospital. But if you have a toothache, nigga, you can deal with it. So because you can deal with toothaches as opposed to quote-unquote serious medical problems, that's what makes them separate? It's crazy what you read on the internet, man. Yes, dental problems often do wait. Mine is waiting until my next paycheck, or three. But the argument that dental problems are less severe than medical ones don't quite hold up. Not when you look at the number of ER visits for which dental-related problems occur. More than 800,000 annual ER visits arise from preventative, I'm sorry, preventative dental health problems, says Dr. Alina willis Kinnerly, an orthodontist, Dr. Glassman adds that this year alone, 50,000 people will be diagnosed with oral cancer. Holy shit, I didn't even know that existed. 
probably 10,000 of those people will die. But there are things that if caught really early can be better treated before they spread and metastasize. Now, let's say you have uh, dental insurance, right? That's certainly more favorable than the alternative, but it's hardly ideal. If you undergo a serious uh, procedure, you'll likely still be left with a hefty bill. Dental insurance, unlike medical, is not regulated and intends to be very constrained, says uh, Powell. The annual maximum benefit is not that high, and there's usually some sort of deductible. And it's a relatively new type of insurance. Uh, do, 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 do. Dental work was a fee for service agreement until the mid-50s when dental insurance was introduced to California. So dental insurance was fucking out and about 70 years ago. That's crazy. My, um, one of my best friend's father is 70. He's older than dental insurance. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, uh, uh, the popularity rose uh, through the 60s and had a reimbursement of $1,000. Inflation may have catapulted the worth of the dollar over the decades, but the reimbursement rate for dental insurance hasn't really budged. Most dental insurance companies have an annual maximum of $1,500. Clearly, the purpose of dental insurance is not to cover dire issues, but to prevent them by encouraging regular maintenance. Dr. Powell likens dental plans to AAA for your mouth, uh, highlighting that it is not car insurance, but includes a few free oil changes. A few oil changes can go a long way. And preventative care does not have a terrifically positive effect or impact on one's oral health. But it doesn't prevent every problem. Take me for example. I need a root canal because I cracked a tooth from clenching and grinding even though I I wear a $600 bite guard at night, which was made for me by a dentist when I had dental insurance and which was not covered by my dental insurance at all. It's kind of crazy. So you was able to visit the doctor or the dentist when you had dental insurance, but the actual shit that you needed for your teeth wasn't covered by dental insurance. It's a fucking cold game out there. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Give me a second. All right. Now, the case to merge medical and dental. This is important. There are still a lot of people not buying dental insurance. Even when many uh, plans cost less than a Netflix subscription. No judgment, people. I'm in the same camp. This shit is crazy. Having dental insurance can be $13 a month and niggas ain't paying that. Hate to see it. Some 74 million Americans had no dental coverage in 2016, says Dr. Tischler. The dentally uninsured rate has increased to about four times the medically uninsured rate, even when the dental coverage expands. In part, this is due to the lack of dental coverage in traditional Medicare. Those over 65 may, have, may still have coverage through an employer, be able to pur purchase individual dental coverage, or obtain dental coverage as a supplemental benefit through a Medicare Advantage plan. However, only 52.9% reportedly having dental coverage on the 2016 NADP Consumer Survey, while virtually 100% of seniors have medical coverage under Medicare. It doesn't look like uh, interest in dental insurance will pick up in 2017, 
That's when this article is written. But someday we might not have to worry about it at all. There's a glimmer of hope that dental will eventually be covered under medical in the future. By the way, with three years in the future, it's still not covered by medical insurance. It is widely accepted that dental and medical are separate, but the gap is closing as we move forward. Dentists are trying to decrease the separation between dentistry and medicine because we are doctors of oral medicine. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, pretty much they're just saying some regular shit after that. It will be more affordable for medical insurance to include basic dentistry. Not only would it save a lot of lives, it would save a heck of a lot of money. All right, so before I talk about vision, just want to give you a brief overview. I just said a lot. They're saying that dental is something that really hasn't evolved since the 1800s. Back when your barber would fucking give you, uh, well, well, not even give you anything. The nigga would just take your teeth out or just cut your hair. And what is that? A hundred years later, dental insurance as a whole, as a fucking, as a subject, as something that can be put into the mainstream, didn't come out until the 1950s. And then caught popularity in the 60s with a $1,000 fucking deductible. That's crazy, ain't it? And the reason why dental insurance isn't a part of medical insurance is because you can deal with teeth problems, but you can't deal with heart problems. You can't deal with knee problems. You can't deal with back problems. Your teeth can wait. And the percentages show that people wait when they have teeth problems. So that's why they won't combine the two. Isn't that fucking crazy, son? All right. So let me go to vision and let me get the fuck out of here. All right. Now, this article is very concise. It was uh, written by Nova Vision Center in 2019 by Dodge Perry, and it is entitled, Why Vision Insurance is Separate from Medical Insurance. Most people in the U.S. are required to carry medical insurance. Vision insurance, on the other hand, is not required and can be purchased as a supplemental plan because medical and vision insurance are separate plans. Some people get confused about which services are, are covered under each plan. To help you understand, your eye doctor explains the rationale behind having your vision insurance separate from your medical insurance. There's no single reason behind medical insurance being separate from vision insurance. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, God damn, so that's the first sentence? All right, whatever. So, uh, as I was saying, one factor that contributed to this is the relatively recent development of of the field of optometry compared to the other branches of medicine. In fact, eyeglasses in the past were created by craftsmen instead of medical professionals. And it wasn't until the last several decades that contact lessons became mainstream and procedures such as LASIK were developed. Due to the separation of medical and vision care benefits, you may be confused as to whether your eye exam will be covered under your medical policy or your vision care plan. The answer is that it depends on your reason for your visit to the eye care specialist. If the nature of your exam uh, concern is medical, such as allergies, glaucoma, diabetic, uh, then the eye exam should be billed with your medical policy holder. If you schedule an eye appointment with your optometrist for a routine eye exam, however, the most likely this is considered a benefit under your vision care insurance. The same usually goes for any preventative eye care service or product. Eyeglasses and contact lenses, contact lenses, oh, goddamn, contact lenses are often discounted 
as well as under visionary insurance. Do, 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 do. Jesus Christ. All right. That was quick. So the reason why your vision isn't considered uh, um, under your medical insurance is because there's no singular reason why it's not covered under your medical insurance. There's really no answer. The only answer is this, based on what I just read in that article. If you need to get your eyes checked out because of something that's medically related, glaucoma, diabetes, high blood pressure, some whole other shit, then it's considered something that's medical. Because something medical might have to be done. But if you just got poor eyesight, my nigga, tough nuggies. That shit, it's, it's like, it's a, uh, what is that? It's kind of like it's a reward if you have good vision. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's dope if you had good vision. But if you wanted to be in blind, but there's no medical reason as to why you're blind, tough fucking nuggies, bro. You got to fucking pay extra money. So, as we've learned here today, white people are finessers. All that shit just read makes absolutely no sense. I had no idea of the answer to either of those questions before I started reading. And the fact that I just read in the first sentence that there's no actual reason why your vision can't be considered medical insurance, but only can be medical if your eyes are fucked up based on something that's medically related and your fucking barber was able to pull your teeth out in the 1850s and things just haven't changed over a while and actually having dental insurance didn't get popped until the 50s. It just shows where we are as a society. I hope this was helpful to you. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I will speak to you on 51.3.